most of you understand that the scripture that my wife read, we term the gifts of the Spirit. And it's because when the Spirit lives inside you, I'm sorry, the fruits of the Spirit, that when the Spirit lives inside you, you should bear fruit. And those things should be in your life all the time. You don't expect oranges to be on an apple tree or pears to be on an orange tree. Everything has its own type of fruit. If Christ lives inside you, that fruit should be in you. And that's what I want to talk about tonight is peace in particular. Let's go to John chapter 14. I'm going to start in verse 22. John 14 and 22. Judas saith unto him, and he, John clarifies, this is not Judas Iscariot, but one, the other Judas. Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not into the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Just a little, what my pastor always called a rabbit track. If a man love me, he will keep my words. If you study very much Jewish literature at all, you find out that this particular word doesn't simply mean words. You see, what we call the Ten Commandments, the Jews call the Ten Words. So if a person loves God, he will keep his commandments. He will keep his words. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings, and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You may be seated. Peace. Peace is a word that you hear a lot. In fact, I venture to say if you turn your radio on, you will not go 10, 15 minutes without hearing the word at least one time. Peace. Russia. People are worried about Russia, especially Finland, the Baltics, uh, Poland, especially the Ukraine, Georgia. They're looking for peace with Russia. They're trying to figure out how to have peace with Russia. You have the Islamic State. And everybody's looking for peace in the Middle East. But there is no peace. You see, Jesus said, My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. My peace I give unto you. Now, what's the difference in the peace that Jesus has and the peace that the world has? It's very simple. 
In another part of the Bible, Jesus said, What king, when an army comes at him that is 10,000 strong, will not sit down and count the cost to see if he can, with 20,000, defeat that which is 10,000? And if not, he will send an ambassador and desire peace. Now, if you study history very much at all, you'll find out what that ambassador does. He takes gifts, money, slaves, whatever they think will cause the king coming in battle to be satisfied. He buys peace. That's the world's peace. They buy peace. Finland has a strong history of war with Russia. The Winter War, Finland lost around 40,000 men fighting Russia. Russia lost over 200,000 men. Finland sued Russia for peace because they simply were running out of resources. They had lost a large percentage of their men in war and could not continue the battle. So they sued Russia for peace and they lost what we call Karelia to Russia. They gave Russia something. I will give you Karelia if you will not attack me anymore. The problem is today Russia is putting troops on the Finnish border. Putting troops on the Estonian, the Latvian, the Lithuanian, the Poland. All these borders Russia is massing troops because Russia, Putin, wants to rebuild the old Russian Empire. You see, when you buy peace, eventually somebody gets tired of the agreement. It may be that the bigger party says, you know, I really don't want more of what I have. So they attack. Or maybe it's the smaller party says, I've had enough. I'm tired of paying the taxes, the tribute. So I'm going to fight back. But there's always a decision to be made. Will peace last? And anytime there's two humans involved, the answer is very simple. No. It will not last. But you see, God has a peace that is different. God's peace is not a negotiated peace. Because God has everything. There's nothing you and I have to offer to God. So we can't buy him off. We can simply say, I need your peace. Now, how, do we, how does he accomplish that? It's very simple. If you look at what happened on the Sea of Galilee with the disciples. Jesus had been teaching all day long. He was tired. He said, let's go to the other side of the sea. They jump in the boat and take off. A storm comes up. Anybody got a storm in their life? I've had a few. Going through one right now. But a storm came up. Now, Jesus is asleep in the boat. Now, I, I, this, this story this has always caused me to kind of chuckle when I read it. Because you're in a boat. You have God in your boat. 
and you think you're going to die. Okay? But that's where the disciples were. They wake Jesus up. Don't you care what's going on? I'm sure Jesus thought, he didn't, obviously didn't say it, but I'm sure he thought, what do you mean care? I'm here. Nothing's going to happen. But they didn't understand that. So Jesus gets up and he walks to the bow of the ship and says, peace. Now, if you literally look at the definition of the word that we translate into English, peace, you know what it is? Quiet! It's what Jesus did. Now, what happened? The sea stopped. The wind quit blowing. Everything changed simply because Jesus spoke. Simply because Jesus spoke. Now, has Jesus spoken into your life? Has peace come to your life? How do you know? How do you know you have peace? Well, as my wife read, you have fruit. How do you become what is available as fruit? Well, you don't find, as I said, apples on an orange tree. So you have to go to an apple tree to find apples. So you have to become Christian if you're going to have Christian fruit. In another part of, the, of Paul's writing, he talks about the works of the flesh. They're very different from the fruits of the Spirit. So we want to make sure that we have the fruits of the Spirit, not the works of the flesh. So we want to be Christian. So as we are going through our life and we decide we want to be Christian, the Bible is very simple. It tells us in the book of Acts, you have to change your life. That's what repentance means. It means change your life. It doesn't mean, God, I'm sorry. We do need to be sorry for the things we did in the past, but it means to change your life. Change the direction you're going. Be baptized in Jesus' name. Let God come into you as he speaks in a language you never learned when he fills you with his Holy Spirit. That is how you become Christian. Then you have the ability to have peace. Then you have the ability for your life to become different. Peace. Do you have peace tonight? Do you really have peace tonight? Are you in a storm? Is your boat being tossed all around because of the waves? Well, we have another storm in the Bible that we find the disciples in. This storm, Jesus sent them to the other side by themselves. But thankfully for them, when the storm got bad, they looked out and they saw Jesus. He was there, ready. In fact, the Bible says, after, Je after Peter walked on water for a few steps, that when Peter and Jesus returned to the boat, everything was calm. The storm ceased. 
You see, when Jesus is in your boat, when Jesus is a part of your life, then you can have calm. You can have calm. I was speaking in a church a few years ago, and there was a young lady that came forward. She was wanting to be filled with God's Spirit. She had evidently came several times for prayer and was not able to make the change. As I was crossing in front of the pulpit, the pastor spoke to me and he said, Brother Alfin, just so you know, the young lady you're about to pray for, her father is in prison for the things that he did to her. Okay. I stopped, stand, and she's kneeled down, and I kneel down in front of her, and I'm praying with her, just watching to see where she's at. And I stopped her, and I talked to her for a few minutes. And I say, I understand what happened to you. And I want to be honest with you. You have every right to hate your father. You have a right to be angry at what he did to you. But you see, there's a problem. As much as you have a right to be angry, the Bible says that if I don't forgive, Jesus won't forgive. So I have to forgive those who have hurt me, and then Jesus can forgive. I said, now, I know this is going to be very difficult for you to do because the wound is very deep. I said, can you do this? She said, I don't know. I don't know if I can. I said, well, let, let me pray with you. And I, I prayed a prayer with her about forgiveness, forgiving her father. And at the end, I watched as she struggled. She really did not want to forgive her father. And quite frankly, I understand. But she, I saw a look on her face change to determination. She made a decision. She said, I'm going to do this. And I watched as she raised her hands and began to worship God. And as soon as she got her hands up, the look of determination changed to a look of total and complete peace. You see, she began to speak in tongues as God began to speak through her. You see, the hurt of the past, God put his medicine on and began to heal. And he filled her with his spirit. Peace. I'll never forget the look on her face, the change, the hard look starting out when she was praying to the soft, peaceful look on her face as God changed her life. Peace. Do you have peace? Do you have it right now? Do you have peace? Is peace a part of you? Is peace ingrained in you? When you go to bed at night, 
Do you go to sleep? Or do you worry about your life, about your future? Do you worry about eternity? Where is your mind? Do you have peace? Do you have peace? You see, God's peace is something that you'll never fully understand until you have it. And once you have it, you'll never want to lose it. Because it's such a deep abiding peace. 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 There's a song that goes, peace, peace, wonderful peace. Coming down from the Father above. Sweep over my spirit forever, I pray. In fathomless billows of love peace do you have peace tonight I could list off numerous examples of where peace has affected me personally peace I remember years of turmoil in my life because I was not serving God And then the one time that I made a decision that I would give God my all. And I met him at an altar in prayer. And then I felt God's peace. Because you see, when God's the center, when God's in the boat, peace is there. Peace. Do you have peace? Would you stand with me? Do you have peace tonight? Peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. I praise you, Lord Jesus. I praise you, Lord. The basis of peace is believing that Jesus is with you. In English, we seem to have categories of belief. We believe someone. If it's a little bit stronger, we may have faith in something. And if it's a little bit stronger, we may trust. The difficulty is in the Bible, it's all the same word. So if the Bible says... He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. That means that he that trusteth shall be saved. He that trusteth. These signs shall follow them that trust. Your Bible says believe, but it's really the same word, that trust. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. If the God of peace is in your life, that should be happening. These things shall follow them.
that believe. How do I know that I believe? Well, if I believe, I will have that peace. If I don't believe, I will not. It is one of the fruits of God's Spirit being in us. I'm going to open this altar. I'm going to ask everyone to come that wants to pray. Do you have that peace today? It's available to you. Will you pray? Will you seek God and look for the peace? It's there. It's up to you. How I love you, Lord Jesus. How I love you, Jesus. I praise you, Lord Jesus. I praise you, my Jesus. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. If you don't have that peace, it's available to you right now. Do you want it? It's yours. Do you want it? Hallelujah, hallelujah. I praise you, Jesus. I love you, my Lord. I praise you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. 